different perspectives. And this is my opinion. Just leave me alone. But a shared experience. Black O Roundtable. We're recording it. Because uh, uh, I'm black, y'all. And I'm black, y'all. And I'm blackity black. And I'm black, y'all. What's up? What's up, black people? I don't. Why we always say Grand Rising? What's the other one? Isn't it's is there another uh was it Grand Rising? Talk to the people. Uh, what else? What else is there? Uh, Good morrow, brothers and sisters. There you go. Good morrow. They call Anything. me Sister Dana, and I'm Jelena. They call me Queen of the Nubian Seas, Asha. Hey. <laughs> And this is the round table of the black women. Happy Black History Month, y'all. Happy February. Pew, pew, pew. And so in the spirit of Black History Month, even though this episode is coming out at the end, um, we're going to be theming our topics and our things um, around Black history, which is kind of ironic because all we talk about is Black stuff, but you know. It's, a, it's intentional this time. It's with directive and celebration. It's extra black. It's super it's black. Extra super black. Okay. But black 2.0. All right. So without further ado, we are not even going to dilly dally this episode. We're just going to dig right into what is trending. Starting off, mm-hmm. we have to talk about Miss Rihanna. See, and I'm like, I'm, I'm really happy for Rihanna because I think that there's, let, let's start with the good. It's Black History Month. Let's start with the positive. I like the fact that Rihanna has lived her life and established a career and then been very intentional about stepping into motherhood. I think if we commend her for nothing else, she's absolutely somebody who has taken complete control of her life. And despite people's opinions about who she dates, how she dates, when she dates, she's absolutely making decisions for her. And so shout out to any black woman who has the the power and authority to do that. You deserve respect. Okay. Anything else to add to that? Um, uh, which wasn't ASAP Rocky, but you know, uh, yes. I, was, I was trying to, I was trying to focus on the positive before we got into that. Well, we, I'm just, I just can't wait to see. Like, I'm kind of hoping mm-hmm. it's a girl, like a little Rihanna. I'm hoping. Yes, hoping. But I if just... it's a boy, I'd be happy either, either way. A little Fenty baby, I love it. Yes. Oh yes, I do, really I do love hope... it because Fenty baby clothing line. Love yes. it. Right. And I do hope <laughs> that the child has the last name Fenty. I'm going to just throw that out there. What is um, Rocky's last name? I know Rocky. Let me, let me Google it. <laughs> I'm Google it. Hold on. Okay. That nigga's first name ain't ASAP? Oh, hold on. Hold on. His real name is Rakim Ma- Mayers. Yeah, we need Fenty. Yeah. Mayers? Mayers. Because I was about to say Myers, but it is M A Y E R S. Mayers. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah. gonna have to go with a uh, Fenty on that one. Yeah, Fenty mm-hmm. or bust. Um, yeah, I yeah, like. I, I hope she gives the baby the last name Fenty, just because thinking about inherent inheriting the line, the legacy, the company, etc. I think that's a good look. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I just like okay, so let's just address the elephant in the room, which is ASAP Rocky. I used to be a huge ASAP Rocky fan, and when the Fashion Killer music video came. Out, 
I would have been so in favor of this relationship. It's not even fucking funny. However, in recent years, ASAP Rocky has absolutely showed his ass when it comes to the black community and specifically black women. Mm -hmm. And specifically as it relates to black women in makeup. And so thinking about... So do, would y'all want him to like maybe publicly address and, and apologize for some of the things that he said? Like, would that do anything for you at this point? Or are you still kind of like, nah. it, it depends on what the apology is. Because some of these apologies be not very good. And I wish he just would not apologize in the first place. So Child, we better like get this. into that later. Yeah. Exactly. You shouldn't have said it to begin with. So like, to me, the apology kind of, not, not that it doesn't matter because people can definitely change their ways. But I feel like it would be like a Travis Scott apology. Yeah. On the toilet. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm going to send like a, I'm going to post like a, a paragraph from my notes in my phone. Yeah. Uh, I need like, like an I'm sorry. I need like an Essence magazine or like a Gail King interview apology right. from him. Yes. Like, yeah, I need you to mean that shit. That's what I'm saying. Like, again, let the embarrassment, let the apology be just as big as the embarrassment. Yes. You embarrassed us. Agreed. And ASAP, like, ASAP Mob in general, and, and I say this also noting that ASAP Ferg is probably one of my favorite rappers of, like, the newer era. And he can also um, dress. Yeah, let me tell you something about ASAP Ferg. Like, don't ever let me catch you outside. But, um, but I say all of that to say ASAP Mob absolutely is that, that group and crew of rappers who prioritize white women. And if they're going to date black women it's going mm-hmm. to be rihanna types and so i feel like but I, I but i also even despite all of the bad i feel like rihanna is going to be a fabulous mother i do mm-hmm. oh yeah like how she was how she is with her niece mm-hmm. yes her daughter i was yes. like, gonna be yep. a great yeah. mom and just kids in general so i hope i just really want him to rise to the occasion as well and he she may know things about him and see things that we don't see about him in the public which i'm sure is the case mm-hmm. but i just i i hope that um you know what we all very obviously see about rihanna and what she can bring to motherhood and and you know caring for someone that he can bring that as well but as kiki said i don't know that man sorry to that man <laughs> i just thought i was gonna be rihanna's baby dad it's fine no this guy he posted like this uh video of him literally crying his car like (laughs) i've been trying to be very strong these past two years but this has really broken me (laughs) i can't say nothing because i am waiting for the day that michael b jordan proposes to Lori harvey and i am going to be his (laughs) Terrible. <laughs> like, I was about to. <laughs> there is no reason I feel so strongly about this, but like I literally, people be like, "Oh, let me repost. Look at them. This is her birthday. Look at what he said." I'm like, I'm physically going to throw up. Like, can y'all please stop posting pictures of them? Like, y'all are really hurting. Right now. Me, whenever Damson Idris ever. <laughs> Oh, Asha, did you he- did you hear the possibility? You you must not have heard the latest possibility of who he's dating. Who, sweetie? Ooh. Yes. I don't want to talk about it. We're both in very like happy relationships, but the day that Damson Idris ever comes out with either one, with two two things, relationship and then maybe a marriage and or a baby, I'm wherever I am. If I just go, oh God, Jesus Christ, Jesus, Jesus. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like. <laughs> 
That's what knock on fucking wood. John Boyega has been very quiet. I ain't seen no knock on whatever all the fucking <laughs> Okay. He has been quiet. I ain't seen no bitches. I ain't seen nothing. And I just am dreading the moment. Cause as soon as I even hear a rumor, I'm going to fall out. Like I'm gonna hit the fucking ground. My, I saw Sweetie in his whatever and they were all laughing. She on the piano with Tiki. I said, Rrr. <laughs> no, it was only funny because somebody, it was whatever she picture she posted hugging him, and somebody was like, "I know that ear anywhere." I said, "Oh my god, y'all gotta, y'all gotta stop!" <laughs> but I can't say nothing because that would be That's me. me. I'm like, <laughs> I was like, yo. But once I looked at the picture, I was like, "Nah, y'all right? That's his ear." When I tell you, it could be unless you just posted. I'm gonna be physically ill if that's if that's him. It could be one of. I don't care how much I like you. It could be one of y'all. If y'all ever came out and was like, Dana, I have met John Boyega. This is the love I have always needed in my life. I am so angry right now. I wouldn't even do it just off the strength of right. I was like, this is the love of my life. I couldn't even do it because I, I know this. You like, well, Dana, do you think that you could ever be happy? No. no. I will never forgive you for this. And you know what? You, we just talked about that four-year revenge plot. That's what shit I <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I could never be that. I could never be that angry to have like long drawn out revenge. That is what would drive me to that point. When I tell you, I would, I would probably be angry for a second, and then I would put on like my best Oscar worthy performance and be like, you know what? It's That's fine. His ear also. That's, That's him. His ear. That's his ear. That man is fine. <laughs> <laughs> I could be in there with and be like, nah! when I tell you, ooh. oh god, and be like, what's wrong? Just hay fever. Yes, at least no, the least no. the way understands. Like, there go your husband. I'm glad you. Know. I would cry on my man's shoulder the day that John Boy got married. Sick of me. Are you okay? I can't get out of bed. My aunt, my mom's sister, she <laughs> loved Prince so much. She took off two days of work when he died, and my uncle took off so he could like comfort her. She oh was my like God. walking around her house in her robe, and oh she was God. like watching Purple Rain, crying on the couch, and he was just like holding her, patting her back, and like that's the kind of support I need. Yes, when if anything, if John Boyega just oh my God, John, please don't like please just don't do this to me. <laughs> If I were to ever read Dance of Interest, we all just, we just, just, just give me this one night. I just, just, just. Listen, and be happy for me. I feel like, and depending on who his celebrity crush is, if my man had one, I would be like, you know what? Go ahead. Right. And like, if he met Tim's and she was just like, I want you for one night, I'd be like, record it like the I only just, one who I'm like no is is Meg Thee Stallion because you're not coming back because you're, 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 you're not coming back, back. yeah no Meg Thee Stallion is my only like you better the fuck not because I am never going to be that I cannot do right that. and I can, I'm, I'm never look like this and you'll and you'll never recover you'll never like, recover everybody so. else I would be like all right fine do what you want rich knees like titanium I can't do this right I can't. know 
She and she seems like a very lovely human being. She exactly. does a great person. I'm mad for several reasons at this okay. point because I want to come. I want to meet her too. I don't have nothing on this bitch. She got a college degree. I have nothing. I have nothing on her. Okay, nothing. You know, ain't no. There's no area where I can win against her. I'm not funnier than her. I'm not prettier than her. My knees aren't stronger than her. My hair isn't longer than hers. I can't win. Help. <laughs> Help. And I don't and I don't even dislike her. At exactly. that point, just I take just gotta it. be mad. Just, just take it. Like if you and me find her first, the best wins, whoever gets right. her first. No, for right. Whoever she like better goes. Right. Cause she can snatch me from you. And guess so what? I break up you with that nigga. I'm sorry. Be okay with that. But okay, okay bye. Don't question my sexuality. My sexuality is not Megan the Stallion. That is my only right. sexuality. Correct. <laughs> Correct. I'm putting that on all my freaking census and data. What are your wedding meat vows? Hands on my knees, shaking ass on my thought shit. Get out. <laughs> Congrats, Rihanna. All, all jokes aside, congratulations. We're very happy for yeah. you. Um, let's go ahead and move on to our next topic. Um, in the spirit of Black History Month, let's also kind of talk about some of the the nonsense, I guess, that a lot of brands have gone through and, and people have gone through with gaslighting us during Black History Month. Because, of course, you know, everybody got to wait till February to, to show their ass. Um, we talked about her on the podcast before. I really did not have any intentions to talk about her again. But again, I will never miss an opportunity to clear somebody who is micro macro aggressive so let's talk about aquafina so aquafina posted this raggedy ass unauthentic ungenuine ass nasty ass apology on twitter if you and i'm using the term apology loosely basically apologizing to the black community for her literal decade-long um use of um african-american vernacular and and black um aesthetics etc to propel her career forward but in this quote unquote apology, the word sorry was never utilized. And she also really didn't take ownership or accountability of anything she did. And she also equated black language and and black culture to pop popular culture and basically making, making it seem as if those were one and the same. And so I don't really need to ask y'all if y'all have any opinions about Aquafina because I know we all share the same opinion, but I would like to open up this window to clear the bitch. So whoever would like to start first, please jump in whenever you're ready. See, this is why we say when we when black people be like, oh, we're not POC. This is exactly why we say this. This is exactly mm-hmm. why I'm like, I am a black woman. Don't put me in, in all that POC shit. No, I'm a black woman. Because first of all, you first of all, she didn't even say like, I'm sorry for doing this. She said, I'm sorry y'all feel this way. I might have accidentally done this. Um but I've always been, you know, trying to be authentic to myself. That's just the way I was raised and all this shit that don't have nothing to do with nothing that we are saying and try to negate the points that we are making, which I feel like you're doing, you're doing on purpose. People have explicitly told you what you're doing wrong. And I could see if it was like the first time and you did this apology, but this has been going on for years. Your name is a menstrual show. First of all, the, the, the name, and she's used menstrual show before in terms of Asians. And I'm like, you cannot use menstrual show in terms in 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 an Asian context. That, that Your entire mean, brand identity is, is a about, mockery of yes. Interesting. And now you'll be like, oh, this is why I don't go on Twitter because that I'm getting off of Twitter. Girl, get off of Twitter because you don't need to be here. Don't not because oh you feel like you're being bullied. Another thing. 
white women and non-black women always want to call the bully card out or the oh i'm leaving because i'm being bullied i'm leaving because i'm being put in the corner rather than you don't deserve space on this app or you have taken up space that you don't need to take up and that's why you should leave yeah we're bullying you you need to be bullied you need to exactly you don't need to be all have a hard talking to but y'all always go like oh y'all are bullying me i'm being bullied by black women blah 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 damn straight you want to weaponize us and our in our anger knowing that it is it is right and that what we're telling you you know for a fact that you're actually doing we're trying to hold you hoes accountable, but always, oh, bullying, bullying, bullying. I'll be trying to fuck you. That's why you shouldn't even be in the Marvel. Like, anybody else could have done that Marvel shit. I don't understand why she needs to be in the Marvel cast, but. And now she's about to be the token white, token Asian person. Right. Like, everything. Like, it's like, we're not going to escape you and it's going to blow me. And just the fact that you, like, unknowingly infiltrate yourself into spaces where like we should not be exposed to you like the fact that she's about to be in this new little mermaid movie has me livid like is she yes, yes. i think she's a fish flounder sure oh god why thank you like why was it why did it have to be you like what what is this doing for any of us so what I'm just, hollywood secret have you kept for so long that now okay like, i just what hope they see know? i hope they cgi the fuck out of this so i can at least disassociate so i don't have to right. even pretend like i'm looking at your ass but that is just the fact that she has been literally everywhere and has not even begun to offer an apology until it was time for her to kind of like shit hit the fan and then on top of all of that you wait until black history month to do that like and whether regardless of like that was your intention or not whether you did it or not you still should have been cognizant enough to know maybe this was not the time or the platform for me to do it because you only posted it on one of your social medias and not all of them yes i fucking checked because when i clear a bitch i at least try to be factually accurate my other issue with aquafina is just like I don't, and I don't want to speak on behalf of another community or anything like that, but for you to use Black culture to propel your career to a certain level and then abandon it and then use the the clout that you have gotten to then make yourself the one of the only or one of the most prominent figures as far as Asian representation, I think it's just a bad look for overall. It's bad for women, it's bad for Black people, it's bad for the Asian community, because it's essentially devaluing anything that makes you unique as an individual and also the merit that it is just to be an authentic Asian American, whatever that is. Like, and your your continued inability to to address this controversy and right your wrongs and just change your name to Nora and just really try Mm -hmm. to do this the right way is also just putting a bad it's it's giving it's it's causing turmoil and disarray that just doesn't need to exist and so you just when you're a trailblazer of any kind in any community you have to think about what your path will do for other people and so how does this make other people feel when it's time to right because there are like there are asian american people who have and I hate, I don't know, I'm going to put air quotes, a black, like their accent sounds more black. Dante fucking, fucking Right, like he cannot yeah. change, that is not, that is not him just trying to put it on and put, take it off when he wants to, like, that is his life, this is who he is, and okay. it just, like you said, makes it harder for people who are authentically, like, this is me, like, now they're getting looked at, <laughs> What to say? Got people side eyeing him talking about. Oh, you're trying to have a black accent? Like, no. no, I do not expect. I do not expect an Asian person 
who was born in the middle of it in the hood in Atlanta who has grown up there for 27 years to sound like Brad it's impossible but if you grew up in freaking Montana and you sounded like you from New York I'm Make it make sense. The one thing is, she don't even sound like she. But the thing with Aquafina, you don't even sound like you're from Queens. Not no. at all. The New, the, the New York is where. It would make sense if you sounded <clears throat> like you were from Queens. You don't even sound like you're from Queens. You don't sound like you're from New York. You sound again like a made up black yes. who just found from whatever, how many TV shows and videos and movies that you can kind of conjure up in your mind. For, for like the past 10 years exactly like I know y'all have seen the videos of people like that one girl who was trying to put all her A A A V E in one sentence in one sentence that is how it comes off it's just like I'm gonna use all the phrases and all the words honorable mention to that little white girl on TikTok who got that song ate that up or whatever that shit the fuck that shit is that's so bad girl <clears throat> like no please. i've been vi- i've been vibing on this concept called ate that up that's not a con what it's a, it's a concept a- it's it's it, i don't it's an adverb like you do right it. it's you do Either it you ate it up or you did it ain't nothing yeah. to vibe on she oh, says chef's kiss i plate that up cuz i ate that up it was like stop, stop,。ごめんね。ごめんね。ごめんね。ごめんね。ごめんね。ごめんね。ごめんね。ごめんね。ごめんね。ごめんね。ごめんね。ごめんね。ごめんね。ごめんね。ごめんね。ごめんね。
get out we don't <laughs> we don't want you but yeah yeah the hit you give that was like did no one else i would never forgive them for that what is that um that's why the movie freaking flopped it was no reason why that movie should have flopped the way that it did it was yeah so- I don't know why nope. they keep booking her because I'm like she not Stop. she not she hitting not like y'all want her to hit. She not y'all think She's she was not. supposed to be the next Zendaya. She is not. Listen. No, that's obviously Storm. Um, Storm Reed, that little girl. Yeah, Storm, also, Storm Reed is not. Well, I mean, and she's not. Her parents are at least she has two black parents. Oh yeah, but she's light skin. I mean, let's. let's I like her. Yeah. yeah, let's keep the excuse stack. Um, but, but um, she's too black. But she. She has two black parents, you know, yeah. two light-skinned parents, but two black I, parents. And that little girl go exactly where she's supposed to be, like, a wrinkle in time. That role mm-hmm. was, yes. was built for her. Mm-hmm. Great Rue's little sister, Gia. Makes Perfect. 100%. She, she ain't never know where, where she ain't supposed to be. And, Thandy, I would have said that about you. Like, you know, I wasn't looking for a dark-skinned woman to be in good deeds. Like, you did that. Right. That was or in Westworld. Mm-hmm. That's Ooh, fine. You ate that up. Chef's keeps you plate that up. Like you, you, <laughs> you, you was doing all right. Um. So, but yeah, the tears I think is what just like set me over the edge. I was just like, what? my mom looks like you. Like, girl. Like, are you are you apologizing to us because you're you feel bad? Or are you apologizing to us because we look like your mother? If you are somebody who really struggles with the the whole colorism thing, I don't know why, but if you are, here here's a teachable moment for you. In the words of Sora Vicky, I like it's a teachable moment. Um, this is this is what we we mean when we're talking about how you all will oftentimes participate in the behaviors of, of white people and specifically white women, um, and think that you're not because you have you know, you are black or you have proximity to blackness and black people and et cetera. Because this, if if you took her out of this equation and put Scarlett Johansson in that interview with the same dialogue, y'all would have been up in motherfucking arms. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. But they would have been at being, her damn door. Right. But light skin is not a catch-all for black women. Just like it would have made no sense for freaking Lapita to play the role that Tessa Thompson had in in passing again, y'all would have been flipping fucking tables because it didn't like that doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah, why would Lupita, why would Lupita be passing? She's obviously black. Hmm. Why hmm. would Zoe Saldana play Nina Simone? She's obviously light skin. Why would Zazie exactly. Beetz play stage coach Mary when stage coach I was dark skin? Just about to say that. Why would Why would we do that? It doesn't make any sense. Why? And if you really want a little, you know, sasson on the beat, why would Chadwick Boseman play fucking um what was that? Thurgood man's Marshall. Thurgood Marshall. You are not Thurgood Marshall. I love <laughs> you, Chadwick. But no. But if we are being truthful, that make no goddamn sense. Not a lick of it. Mm-mm, and I was here okay. for every moment of it. I said, that's right. Now accuracy will get you excellence. There is no more accurate casting than Jamie Foxx as Ray Charles. Ooh, like impeccable. When so I tell you, you hit every fucking box. I ain't got no questions. I don't have no comments. I don't have no concerns. Yes. The mm-hmm. answer is yes. Same with uh, when uh, Will Smith played Muhammad Ali. And that yes. was the only time that Will Smith played somebody else. I was like, yes. Other than that, he's played other people who are dark-skinned. I'm like, 
when he was in that movie as the African doctor, I was like, we couldn't have hired somebody African to do this? I no. said, there are plenty of African actors. And they're going to throw that man up on the screen at the end. This ain't said, you. That's like me being like, you know what, Zen? You know what, Zendaya? You need to play me in my life story. <laughs> you know what, girl? I see it. I see it for you. I no. think what, what light skin actor should play me? Hmm. Hmm. Zendaya as Dana Matthews. What? There you go. <laughs> Zendaya, no, because you already. I don't know why you're asking this question because you know Zendaya is going to play all of us. Yes, every single last one. Every of us. single one of us. <laughs> no, Zendaya is not going to play any of us because Zendaya has the the decency to turn down roles. Yes. <laughs> that are not for her. I Correct. would take the list of the white girls. Give now me she would. Day. They would would offer it to her. And she said, and change that bitch's name to Michelle Jones. Right. (laughs) And Mary, was it Mary Jane? Mary Mary Jane. Jane. She said, who the fuck is that? I am Michelle Jones. Jones. (laughs) And she was like, I'm I'm from the hood. I don't know no sister named Dawn. (laughs) Correct. I felt bad because my sister's name is Dawn. (laughs) (laughs) She hates that part. I'm so sorry, Dawn, but look. (laughs) I'm screaming. Uh, But yes, they would offer it. They would offer it to Zendaya and she would say no. Then they would then offer it to Amandla and they would take it and then they would have um, Zoe Saldana play the older version of us in our older years. And maybe throw in Yara. She might do it too. You never know. But speaking of black shows... I don't know if y'all have watched Abbott Elementary. I love Abbott Elementary. Oh my God. I cannot get into it. (gasps) You can't? I can't. I can't. Jelena, didn't you go to elementary school in Philly? I I cannot get... So my thing is, and everybody compares it to The Office. And this is my opinion, and I've heard several other people have the same opinion. I feel like her characters do not have personality. Like they are just like we hear what we acting. What? Like what? I don't what? see it. And because, and this is my opinion, because the school is already it's already like oh this is an underfunded school. Da 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 da. The principal being negligent bothers me. Like it's not funny to me. It's just like this fucking bitch. Like. Some of it is funny, but like I literally watched the first six episodes and was like, there's funny moments. But like I I'm hoping season two is better. I'm willing to give you a chance. But like I disagree so much. I don't I love elementary. I don't I do think that Janine is annoying, but I love how like Janine, like I'd be like Janine, stop. And like it makes me want to watch even more because she's so like it's i think a lot of it is intentional and just like right especially because like so many people in my family are educators i think it's just like once you can get past the the reality of the situation you Mm can't just exist in the comedy like the fact that like there there are absolutely principles black woman principles just like the main character you have the older teachers who have just been able to you know they've done what they can do and now they're just like listen all i care about is giving these kids what i can you have the white savior teachers and you have the young black woman who's like 
I am an educator and I'm going to come in here and has her superwoman complex. And it's like, and I'm yeah. going to do it all. And then you have the Tyler James Williams characters who like, listen, I got a master's degree and I'm get a job. So yeah, here we like, are. I see, I'm substituting. I see the vision. I love I just, it. But. I just feel like it's not enough. I feel like the kids are funnier than them. The kids are if Tyler James Williams was not on the show, I would not find it as funny as I am. Like as it is, I loved the one with the little girl Courtney. Yeah, was in my, there cutting up. My she said, favorite he says is, rebel. Is it, <laughs> no, my favorite <laughs> is it's your name with an H, Helium. <laughs> that part I was. That I was screaming on because I said this little boy did not just say helium. That, that was just I said, oh, oh no. That was freaking dope. Like like, look at my dance. <laughs> that's what I do, Mrs. Yo, that that little boy. <laughs> I love him and I need him. Every episode, I love him. Oh my god! Him and Andrew, love who is so taking a, a principal stand against we'll nationalism. Against <laughs> that is jokes. <laughs> that is funny to me. Like, like I said, I don't think the whole show is like this is terrible. I just want a little, just a little bit. I think there's. More. I feel like they're establishing the the foundation yeah. right now. So yeah. I think we will get there. I really we need you to just stick with it. Give it. A I chance. am. No, no, no. I'm not giving yeah. up on it. I guess because like even like again, like I guess everyone compared it to The Office. I'm a huge Office fan. The first season of The Office is trash. Like it's not funny. That's but why I can't get established. Into this. You gotta establish just, characters. Oh my god! <laughs> and then once I really, you have the characters, you be like, okay. Then you. Can. Little boy said, "Wait, so you're the? What do you do? I'm the principal, but you don't do anything." And like, he just folded his arms. <laughs> Mine was when they was trying to decipher. They was trying to decipher the little girls or uh, the little kids' drawings, and mm-hmm. she was like, "What are you? You're a businessman." Oh, I thought I was a building. <laughs> <laughs> But no, I'm sticking with it. I am. I am sticking with it. I love it. I love it. And also because in the same breath, people be like, we we let white mediocrity slide. So even if the show is mediocre, we need to support it. And I'm like, you right. Listen, Even if I don't like it, I bet you I'll watch it. But the show is act to me. The show is genuinely funny. Yes, I laugh out loud every time. watch it. Like, you know how you watch something the first time and be like, okay. And you watch it again Mm -hmm. and be like, oh, like, I just, I am, I'm glad that Quinta is, does have this project because I, I do want us to have more on TV and the fact that it's a black show without, you know, it's like, oh, it's black, you know, or whatever. Exactly. Like, it's not rooted in like the black experience. It's just black people doing their thing. Um, right. But yeah. I was really sad when she left Black Lady Sketch Show. Season two was also hilarious without her, but Quinta on season one of Black Lady Sketch Show, honey. Yeah. I was screaming, laughing in my house. You know, Tyler's, uh, when he looks at the camera, those are my favorite moments. Yeah. And sometimes when the white guy looks, he's like, he looks at the camera like. <laughs> it was him just, trying to fix that damn faxer or the, whatever he, it was. Yes. And he made it a he fucking was, planter. He was like, okay. trash, trash, it's, it's trash. trash. Yes. 
it's just the fact that she got like her ain't shit Philly rapper boyfriend. I'm just like, this is just so. This just checks so many boxes yes, for me. It does it's so it many ways that like the Philly experience. I will say I that <laughs> I cannot. Like it was just like, ooh, this is a little too familiar for me. And then like the the mom come in bringing her son an hour late, and she like, mm-hmm. is that wrong? Yes, girl. <laughs> And she was like, oh, I don't want him. I'm sorry. Like, again, she's not even she, mad. She's just I'm like, cool. oh, I, I didn't know. I <laughs> you can. She's like, well, I gotta, I, I'm not about to sit around for an hour. So he gonna come an hour late. That Girl, that's jokes. not how that works. <laughs> yeah, but the sad thing is, that is really how people's parents are. Yes. She said, also, they were just coloring. Like, you don't really no, see Louis, do you? This, this is school. son is in third what? grade. Like, so coloring. You know just doing puzzles? Girl. No, no, no sweetheart. We are learning math. He is learning like developmental things. You ain't realized that that nigga came back home and knew how to read. Like, (laughs) no, because his name is Philly. That I'm sorry, that is the funniest (laughs) shit. Hillian, he was so confident. Oh my god, he is precious. (laughs) Protect Hillian at all costs. Oh my gosh, no, the kids are so funny, but I don't like potatoes. (laughs) Right, kind of. So cute. That little girl's so precious. All the little kids are just so precious on that show. And they're so so cute. cute. And I love all the natural hairstyles. Yes. And all the different colors. And Janine's outfits are so terrible. She dresses. Dana, I thought you was about to say it was cute. And I was about to be like, Dana, are you sick? Because... (laughs) Them little grandmom sweaters she be wearing. Them little mom, mom, uh, they're, they're so bad, but they're so like, accurate. They're so colorful and just long and weird. I'm like, oh, you're just a lot of patterns and belts and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, what the hell? But she looked like an elementary school teacher because every that's, time that's I used me. to drop Jasmine off, I'd be like, what the hell do you have on? Like, no, you had it right. You patterns and belts. Mm-hmm. Long and dresses, long and skirts. What is it with being a teacher in Mac, like an elementary school teacher in maxi skirts? Like what? I feel like, like you need dressed to have like... your leg movement to get the little little, little rascals. Like you need to be able to our move. line sister Krishana be stunting at school, so I know she they don't have no excuses. Is the exception to the rule. I have so much black TV to catch up on. Like I need to watch Harlem. I need to watch. Um, I finished Legendary season two. If you have, if you do not watch Legendary on HBO Max, stop what you're doing. I do not care what you are already watching. Put your your books down and go watch Legendary. It's so good. It's I love it. How did did you watch season two, Asha? Not yet. Oh my god, is it good? Oh my gosh. Sure. Don't say anything. It's it's good, but it's gonna there's one house that goes home and you're gonna be like, what in the actual fuck? Okay, and I was watch. like, I was really ready to stop watching. But so when you get to that point, keep watching. Cause it does finish in a way that you're like, okay. But after I when I tell you I was literally like, I'm not finishing the season. Like oh I was so angry. Okay, okay, because I started on season one like a while ago, and I'm finishing that. So now, I'm girl, I'll be trying season. to try to figure out how to figure it. I'll be in my house like I could do it. I could do it. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, I watch Vogue videos on like online and on YouTube. I've been for a while. Been, Am like, I doing it? No. <laughs> <laughs> you be feeling like it. They be like up, up, down, down, up, up, down, down. I'll be like, okay, and then be like, and speed it up. 
I'll be like, I can't. Screaming. Okay, do we have anything else we wanted to cover for what's trending? I feel like we've hit it all. Nothing that's I feel like we have as well. Yes. All right. Well, happy Black History Month. What's trending? We're going to take a break and transition right into something y'all need to hear. What is up, y'all? Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Black Girl Roundtable. We're going to get right back to it. But before we do, please make sure you are subscribed to the podcast wherever you are streaming so you never miss an update. And it helps us out to make more episodes just like this one. Let's get back into it. And we are back with something y'all need to hear. And again, it is Black History Month. And by the time you hear this, it'll probably be like at, you know, almost the end of Black History Month. And I'm sure you will be tired of different companies and they kente cloth looking weird, mud cloth looking variations of stuff trying to sell you shit to get, put more po- money in the pockets of white people uh so yeah we're talking about the commercial commercialization that's a big word for elmo um uh, <laughs> shut up <laughs> of black history month um yeah so um if you haven't seen on instagram or twitter or whatever social media you have of um i think famously now, uh, Bath and Body Works was put in like different, trying to put different kitchen cloth and mud cloth patterns on their candles. It's the same candles that you can get any other time. It's still, it's, it's, it's still mahogany teakwood, whether you, whatever you flip it, dip it, or reverse it. It's still gonna be strawberry lemonade, okay? It ain't nothing. No. You know? So, um, yeah. So, I'm tired. I know y'all are tired. Uh, well, you know, let's get into it because it, it it makes me laugh and cry every year. <laughs> every year. The past, like, I was like five years since it's kind of been, like, commercialized. Yeah. So how are we, how are we feeling about Black History Month this uh, this month and, you know, the different corporations? It's Just leave me alone. With, right. It's the same with Black History, Juneteenth, and Kwanzaa. Like, we, we please stop. I appreciate y'all hot like Target. Thanks for highlighting the black-owned folks and having their stuff in the store. But I'ma just go buy it from their respective business. It's fine, but thank yeah. you. But Bath and Body Works. Why? Why? Y'all done it put was the so princi- the, the Kwanzaa principles on the candle, slapped some kente print, and was like. Happy Black History Month. Here's champagne toast and a dashiki. No. (laughs) 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 That's literally what they did. (laughs) What is being called champagne toast and a dashiki? (laughs) Because that's what. And you, Ashley, you know I'm right. You yes, know I'm right. 
Champagne <laughs> toast and kitten cloth. Vanilla <laughs> brush and kitten cloth. Why? I did not mean to scream like that. I am so sorry. Oh, God. I just... <laughs> it is. That's literally all they did. Like she said, here go mahogany teakwood is mahogany teakwood. Come March 1st, it's going to go back uh, in a regular bro. container. And then I had seen one of these pictures and they tried to be slick and threw in a watermelon lemonade candle. And that was I fucking saw Yes, that. I said, mm, anti-black. You, you cannot trick me. You cannot trick me. <laughs> Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, you're muted. I can't hear you. How I mute myself? I don't know oh. how that happened. I wasn't even touching the, the freaking computer. Anywho, mm. if I go in there and I see a cotton scented candle, I'm flipping the whole table. Over. Everything is going. Everything's <laughs> getting knocked over. Fuck y'all in these candles. Throwing something. I am burning. <laughs> Jesus. I'm burning this down. Everything must go. This is blasphemy. Listen. It's oh my racist. god. That's racist. Oh, it's racist. Ooh. No. I just, it's just no. a lot. Like, and honestly, like I was, I'm not sure if y'all saw the the black TikTok thing that they created, where it's like there's like the black TikTok page with those creators. And yes. I just like, I was not feeling that. Like, I understand people were like, oh my God, yes, we're finally getting our recognition. And I was like, no. It's gonna turn like, soon enough. Trust me, it's gonna right. turn. It, it just seems in, inauthentic. And like, I don't know how I feel. Cause on the one hand, I'm really happy for the creators who are like finally getting partnerships with the, with the platform and getting their bag. But on the other hand, I'm just like, you know, y'all been complaining about how this app is racist and et cetera for the longest time. And so for y'all to kind of just do a 180 so quick, like I'm kind of not feeling that. Right. Um, like, and I'm, I don't know, I don't know the specifics of it. I don't know what the, the contract, the contractual um, side of things were like, maybe cause if they offered you guys what you're worth, then I think that it was probably a good move, but also just like to not say anything to the community before you then have this partnership was very just like, it was just very abrupt. Y'all want to celebrate Black History Month? Like, give me a couple days off and also just like, just be quiet. Like, stop doing shit. For, for 28 days, just stop bothering Black people. For 28 days. If y'all could do that every year, I'm still not happy, but I may just be like 10% less stressed than I am right now. Right. And, and it's interesting because like you think of uh, what Black History Month is about and it's about history our history because our history has been suppressed and it's still being suppressed and of course they don't want to teach about critical race theory in schools but then it's like happy black history month like what the what do you think black history is right like and then if we really want to get into black history like this country is trash it's always been trash it's like it's been trash to us and that's and then, of course, it's like, oh, oh, we're celebrating diversity. Black History Month is not about celebrating diversity. It's about Black it's not. history. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I hate that. We celebrate diversity. No, we're not celebrating diversity. That's not what Black History Month is about. Black History Month is celebrating Black history. The it's history not of diverse. Black people. It's, it's not, not diverse. diverse. You don't have to be. Just because everything I do with Black people don't mean it got to be diverse. It's not diverse. It's not diverse. It's about black Div- history. Stop it. Diverse, Stop it. Diver- diverse and black are not synonyms. They're not. And I know a lot it's of y'all not. think they are. No. 
No, you know, every time we get something, everybody else, where's mine at? and inclusion. This is not about diversity, nor is it about inclusion. It's about black history. People. History of black people. What we have done. I just feel, and it's just very odd to me because I'm just like, we don't... I, I very rare, I very rarely see people, black people, encroaching in on other, you know, celebratory months, occasions, whatever. Like when it's you know Hispanic Heritage Month, I'm quiet. I don't. It's not about me. Yeah, right. I, I like to look at your the the different history that you all have, and I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, that's very nice. I learned. I learned something, I learned something about Latin Latinx or is it? Latinx or Latine. I had learned something about Latine history. That is very nice. Even though we very well could be like, hmm, Afro. And so I (laughs) mind my Black American business. Um, And and that's that. But, you know, I I take my history lessons and I support a couple of local Latine-owned businesses and then I go home. Cause that's all it's about. If you're not in the community, support the community and learn but, all that you can. Exactly. That's all we asking. But no, everybody wanna act crazy. I don't be like, you know, what about black people on Indigenous People's Day? No, it's Indigenous no. People's Day. I'm gonna let the majority have it. Like again, I'm sure it's black Indigenous people. We just go like we, let's not do this but mind you we had to have this month because y'all like to erase our history and act like we didn't do nothing and so we've and and you take our accomplishments you for centuries you've taken our accomplishments as your own because you don't want people to know that black people can do these things so we had to create a month for ourselves to say hey black people you've done these things did you know that i know you didn't know that because they've been hiding them from you that's why that's what black so it's not about inclusion and diversity it's not about getting a getting a a 20 like something on in in in, uh in walmart or again putting freaking vanilla birch in 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 uh in kente cloth it's not about I that wish we but if you want to do a discount like right <laughs> but only black people but they yeah. don't want to do that. it's like in kim's convenience during pride we said only people who are gay yes he said i got a gay daughter yo that's my show he was like only only people who are gay i can't i'm not gonna do his accent but he was like only the gay can have can have a discount like, well, how can you, you tell? tell? I can tell. He said, I have a gay daughter. If oh, I man, ever you know? open a business, I'm giving discounts on Black History Month to Black people. Mm-hmm. And a matter of fact, I'm giving y'all a discount right now. Congratulations, Black people. You get to listen to this podcast for extra free. <laughs> for extra free? You extra are very free. Everybody else get it for regular free. Y'all get it for extra free. Meaning, and by extra free, I mean that you don't, you're not, you don't have to catch up like other people who listen to this podcast have to catch up. You already up to speed. You don't need to read the syllabus. You already, you already got that. All the rest of y'all. And talking about the commercialization of Black History Month too, can we also just, and we don't have to dig too deep in it because I know we're trying to be time conscious, but all y'all who are like racially ambiguous, but very much not Black, like I see you. 
fucking Snow Allegra, um, who else? Mm-hmm. DJ Khaled, like all y'all like are just fucking oh. weird. Like, please stop that. Like, it's fucking weird. Stop it. Like, it's okay. Like, you don't have to. And the crazy thing is, like, why do you feel like people will only respect you if you play black? Right. You don't have to do right. that. Like, stop it. Okay. It's just strange. Because, look, this. Tina Marie, we knew Tina Marie was white, but she we made good news. She was right. white. Exactly. You know, I use Tina Marie for everything because that was my girl. Listen, honey, where is Josh Stone? What is she doing at this very moment in time? Because if she comes back, and why do y'all act like black people don't like white people who make music? Adele, fire. Love her. Paramore, Love her. fire. I'm running out of, I'm running short. Justin Timberlake. Ke- Kelly Clark, Justin, Justin. Mm-hmm. Justify Justin Timberlake. Justify oh my gosh, bye y'all. All right, show's okay. over. Okay, <laughs> fucking um, Kelly Clarkson. Kelly Clarkson can sing her fucking face off, but Kelly Clarkson has never tried to be anything other than an American white woman. And I no, appreciate she her. Just sing what she just sings. She sing her songs and she wear her little center part and her little rock pop music and she going about her day. But all y'all and and stop amping up these girls who with this mediocre sound and vibe. Like, um, well, that's our rant and rave about the commercialization of Black History Month. Um, stop. Uh, stop simply, it. Black people want to be left alone and treated with respect and not killed. So, uh, yeah. So, and that does not include your uh, whatever variation of you know, whatever you're selling to everybody. And Dana's trying to <laughs> do she's she's trying to do the hand portion of, of like Voguing art. The figure eight hand. Anybody I wants can't to give Dana you. Vogue lessons, please contact us. It's okay. I'm not ready. I feel like I need to like I should do them better than I am. I feel like mine isn't my wrists don't move that quick. Yeah, well yeah. all right y'all we will see you I'll just watch. Session <laughs> We'll be right back. Screaming. What is up, you guys? Thank you so much for listening to Black Girl Roundtable. We're going to get right back into the episode. But before we do, please make sure you are subscribed to the podcast and following us on social media at The Bougie Black Girls on TikTok and on Instagram. You can also check out TheBougieBlackGirls.com for articles, updates, and some info on some other soon-to-come produced projects by The Bougie Black Girls. Let's get back into the episode. All right, so we are back with our last segment, Ask the Black Girl Roundtable. So as always, you can ask us your questions anonymously um, in our email, askbgr at thebougieblackgirls.com. Um, so again, in the spirit of Black History Month, you already know what one of the, the questions will be. What word or phrase would you use to describe the spirit of Black History Month? Hmm. I would use lineage. I think it's very important to mm. remember where you came, where you came from. Um, not just because, like, oh, we just need to remember where we came from, just because you know that's who you are. But to really understand 
you know, that there are people who really, really worked hard just to not just for us to be here, but just to live and that you are a product of that. And so not only should you work hard, but you should rest um, and give people, give your ancestors the chance to do something that they were not able to do while they were here on earth. And that is to rest. Mm. So lineage, yeah. so lineage, lineage yes. is knowing where you're going, you know, and who you are. I think mine is, is unfortunately the first one that came to mind when you first presented the question to us was bittersweet. Um, the bitter part of it is just oftentimes when people are talking about, like a lot of people will choose to kind of do like educational things and provide all this factual information about black history month and all these you know, quote unquote, historical figures. But then when you look at, you know, how recently some of them have passed away or how many of them are still living and, you know, how many things that we talk about, you know, historical events for the black community that our parents and our grandparents lived through. Like, mm-hmm. you know, my parents were, you know, children when we landed on the moon, like let that sink in. Um, and so just thinking about how, how people have just disassociated themselves with like, the the pain and the struggles of black people which is so recent is just very hard to kind of stomach every february um and it's also hard to see like how much things have not changed um so that's kind of the bitter part of it but this the sweet part of it is i think perspective in looking at things from different perspectives is very helpful for me because also a lot has changed and so the life that i live right now is vastly different from my grandmother's life at my age Um, and so I am grateful for that. And I also look at like, I don't know, just whenever I see little black girls, like walking around at school, or I see like high school girls going to school with their natural hair and, you know, just kind of being authentically like black girls in ways that I just don't think we had the space to, um, it just kind of warms my heart. Like when I see little girls run around with, you know, princess Tiana shirts and, you know, Doc McStuffins outfits mm-hmm. and games and, you know, the fact that other non-Black, you know, children also have understanding and proximity to that. And, you know, I was like somewhere watching this little white boy, you know, watch Motown Magic on Netflix and having a good old time and just, you know, those things being normalized then for, you know, a little Black kid that he's in class with. Like that just kind of makes me, uh, and especially seeing seeing that in abundance during Black History Month, makes me just hopeful for the type of life that you know my niece will have my nephew will have other kids will have um so there's I always have a lot of emotions during black history month but they lean it's about a 60 40 split but the 60 percent being on the positive side um ultimately so the word I would use would be resilient because I think like obviously historically it's I feel like there have been plenty of situations where it would have been easy just to be like, you know what? The system has, the system wins. We're just going to let things go. But there was never a time where we as a community stopped, regardless of civil rights, Black Lives Mm -hmm. Matter, anything of that nature. Like there's always the fight. And then in the same breath, it's, you know, we can always find the light you know like the silver lining in everything and I like that I really honestly think that that is one of the best parts about being black like even in the darkest of days like 
yes we can make a joke <laughs> so right. it's definitely just being resilient through it all like again like we are our ancestors wildest dreams at this point although we know we still have you know a long ways to go like we are the dream and it's up to us to keep fighting and still be that resilient group that our ancestors were like 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 i said things are still a struggle but like it's really up to us like we have to keep it going even when we feel like it's no point like things aren't getting better but day by day if we keep going and showing the future generations like we can only hope that eventually all of this will be over yeah i think that when i look at like i know people are so disassociated with politics right now but also like the fact that all you know serious contenders for the Democratic Party felt the need to discuss reparations in this election. Otherwise, they knew they were going to be disregarded by our community. Well, of course, you know, we would prefer lip, you know, tan- tangible items over lip service. I think the fact that people are feeling the pressure is just a sign that we are making steps in the right direction. And so I know it's easy for us to be like, oh, we're never going to get this and we're never going to get that. But like, I don't feel that way. And I definitely don't feel that way like, I used to like I feel like we are absolutely on the road where you know I could see the black community getting some sort of reparations Mm -hmm. in my lifetime um you know and I'm saying my not my young adulthood I'm thinking like my 40s 50s 60s but you know you know it it could happen yeah yeah like Like, I don't think that's a I don't think my grandparents would ever say that but like I could I can say that and feel like we might we might get somewhere right like I said, we made hella accomplishments up until this point, and we're going to keep doing it because mm-hmm. we are black excellence and we ain't going nowhere. Right? Sure, we got to keep living, having fun, being who we are together, and you know, keep reaching for our our goals for our community. That's exactly, the, you know, all we can not all we can do, but um, one thing I've been working on is not. I hate to say, like, not focusing on what white people do, but, like, white people are going to white people. Ooh, yeah. That white people are going to white people. Um, So I'm not surprised about what they do anymore. Um, Not saying that they don't deserve to be held accountable and that, you know, shock is a natural feeling, disgust is a natural feeling, right? Um, But not letting them consume my day-to-day. Yeah, I'm not going to give y'all any energy that I don't have to. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And one thing, and listen, everybody want to be us. We clearly doing something right. Mm-hmm. Clearly. And one thing I will also say, even though we feel like the, well, we not feel, we are the minority in the oppressed, we do have our privilege in, in our within ourselves. Everybody has their, their thing, so please don't divide yourselves amongst color or gender or sexual orientation we are all black people so when we all fight like when one of y'all fight we all fight so please stop this oh lgbt rights is this they're black too disability rights they're black too Mm -hmm. like please please stop like if they're the one thing we take away for black history but this year like we all in this together like please don't forget that part like at the end of the day we cannot yes we cannot i I am not black 
black and then a woman. Right. I am a black woman. Like that is it. So yeah, that's and, my soapbox know, for the we, year. <laughs> we, we none of us can be free if we ain't all free. Okay. So, right. If you think that you know there is, if you think that just because you are a cisgender person, and that we may have a privilege that our trans folks don't have, we're not free. We're not exactly because if they can take it away that, from them. Just, they can take it away from all of us. Exactly. In a heartbeat. And if we take, we're taking away from people who are poor, like poorer than us or, or economically disenfranchised more than we are, we're not going to be free. Because as soon as they take that from them, they're going to take it from you next. Mm-hmm. So, okay. We're all in this together, folks. <laughs> to quote Drumline, one band, one sound. Stop. Right. <laughs> like, stop doing this. Jesus. Let me in my doctor voice. Isn't this this is what the white man wants us to do? You don't find that suspicious. You don't find that suspicious. You don't find that suspicious. Somebody been smoking and drinking. No, my favorite. Somebody. What been was the original plot of the movie? Ooh, that should have been our question. What's your favorite, Doctor Umar? <laughs> My favorite. That is my. That is my favorite. No, my favorite Doctor Umar moment is he. He's on Instagram live with this white lady, and her son come up in the screen. And instead of you know how you talk to kids like they're a kid, he literally looked this little boy and was like, "Hey, how you doing?" Like he a grown man. Like he gave him like the church no, hey. It was so no, funny. White children in he did hey, not how you doing? He, hey, how you doing? Like this is a 35-year-old white man. I was like, yo, <laughs> somebody has to stop him. My favorite is somebody been smoking and drinking. <laughs> somebody been smoking and drinking. Somebody has been smoking and drinking. I'm trying to think, what's my favorite Dr. Umar quote? Mm, I want to. This is not how we should end this Black History Month episode, but oh well. Whatever. Black History without Dr. Umar. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the notable Dr. Umar. What is the. Do oh, he oh, be God. giving himself that moniker? Ew. No, but I just thought it was funny. I hope oh. he don't. <laughs> Look, would it, surpri- would, it, would it surprise me if he did? No. It's going to. It's gonna, oh, what, here it is. Why do you need white man's paperwork? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. You know, if I was, but if I was that person, I'd be like, "Sir, you be calling yourself Doctor Umar, like whether you want to admit it or not. All these degrees and shit—that's white man's paperwork." Yeah, right. Okay. And I can't say shit. I got a lot of white man's paperwork. I got a lot of white man's paperwork. Right. I got white man's paperwork right here, and, and oh I got the white gosh. man's bills to pay for it. Uh-huh. Okay. Do no. you need white man's, white man's paper? My second favorite one. He on, he be on, he was on live, and the lady he was like, "Thank you so and so for your ten dollar donation. Next time, make it 20 I said, "No more." I said, yeah. <laughs> I said, "Yo, you really cannot be talking to these people like this." He said, "I know you barely had that, but next I know you barely had that, but next time, mm. make it 20 <laughs> I'm gonna start saying that when people cash at me. Nigga is unhinged, man. Somebody needs to stop him. I think that is the only reason why, like, he hasn't gotten like canceled, is because some of the stuff he says is genuinely funny, even though he is being dead serious. I wish, I just wish that he was not 
homophobic and transphobic and sexist and misogynist as he is. Yes. But because he is hilarious, but like unintentionally so, understanding right. that. But like, it just, he just would be walking around them parks. And somebody was like, is he homeless? Like, Because <laughs> <laughs> no, like when Dr. Ubar first came like on the scene, he was <laughs> literally just walking. He would just be in at the playground in the public park just on the phone so it's be like is he alright like where is he at <laughs> let me tell y'all I just ooh, we need to do another that's a put pen to paper we gonna do a, a hotel relations episode we just go through all these niggas because him mm-hmm. Kevin Samuels what's the other guy um oh my gosh Derek Jackson I don't know yes just like it it is it is true it is true comedy like honestly y'all have missed your calling as comedians mm-hmm. all right well any final thoughts on black history month How stay black people. stay blessed yeah stay bougie stay black if you're black yeah. <laughs> if you're not if, if you're black stay black if you're not Stay out stay of our, people's business. Say, stay out of our business. Stay Listen. out of our business. And if you don't know, what is this? What is black people's business? Not yours. Not yours. And on that yes. note, we are going to end this episode of Black Girl Roundtable. As always, thank you guys so much for listening. Please make sure you subscribe to the podcast wherever you are streaming. Please, please, please get your subscriptions up. It helps us out. Um, make sure you leave us a rating wherever you're listening as well, because that is also very helpful for us. We see our numbers growing and thriving and striving, and we want to keep that upward mobility, you know, for the Black community. Make sure you also follow us on social media at Fuji Black Girls on Instagram and TikTok, also trying to keep our upward mobility for the Black community. Um, and we will catch you guys next time. See you. See you.